All right, hello everyone. Thanks for having us here at McNeely's. What's happening? Appreciate it. Thank you all for coming out. Welcome to Golf Subpar. My man, the Sleaze, obviously is not here. I know you are extremely, extremely disappointed, but I found some replacements. We've got two-time PGA Tour winner, Matt Every, in the house. We got an Olympian, Graham Dillette, in the house. I thought for sure you were going to say zero time PJ Tour winner. <laughs> well, I, would, I mean, we're combined, we have zero between us, but hey. I cannot believe that there's only two up here. I can't, I thought you won, dude. No. Wow. You know, you're in TV now. You're starting to get into TV. You got to know just, facts. I know, I know. <laughs> You can't just guess what people I just, are. I just got an email the other day. Okay. Well, the good news is, like I said, the sleaze is not here. He's playing in the USGA four ball down in Birmingham, Alabama. And they're in the quarterfinals, and they currently, as we speak at the moment, are one up through 13. So this is a big moment for the Sleaze. He, he hasn't hoisted any trophies in a while, or ever. So this, <laughs> this could be a big, big moment it's for him. It's for the podcast. It is. Credibility. Could, or could be our fourth USGA title. That's true. What do, you, what, do you get if you win, what do you get if you win the four ball? You get a 10-year exemption into the four ball. Wow. If you win. So we'll see. We're rooting him on hard. Wish he was here, but hey. We're here at the PGA Championship, and, you know, one of the four majors, the second major of the year, the field is absolutely loaded. The golf course is incredible. I've been around all 18 holes so far. It's going to be very, very hard. A lot of storylines coming into the week. One about a guy that is playing, one about a guy that's not playing. Let's start with the guy that actually is playing, Tiger Woods. Last saw him at the Masters in April. I saw him out there today. Looking pretty good, if I must say so myself. Looked like the legs a little healthier. What, what's your thoughts on Tiger and playing this week at Southern Hills? It comes down to his health, obviously, but um, he says he's stronger. I think this is an easier walk than Augusta, so things are kind of, I guess, looking up on that end. But what do you think, Matt? Uh, I mean, I just got to take his, what his word is. I mean, he knows how he feels. I saw how he walked in the parking lot yesterday. I mean... Looked like he was hurting, man. Um, <laughs> you thought he was hurting? It looks, I mean, yeah. it's just, how, but, how, but look, how, how can his walk not be different than it was before? I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's not even really his body anymore. I mean, it's still, still his hands, though, and his brain. The, and I, I, I just, I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's polarizing. I'm, I'm excited to watch how this week goes. Uh, I, I will never, ever, ever write that guy out. Do you sure. think you would have two PGA Tour wins if he would have been in the field at Bay Hill each year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no he's done all right around there. Yeah, no chance. But, you know, I saw him out there hitting balls today, talking to some of the guys, I mean, even Joe LaCava, saying the leg is stronger than it was at Augusta. You know, I thought one of the things that really hurt him at Augusta, he got off to the nice start, and then the cold front blew in. Mm -hmm. And obviously that body is pretty beat up. You know, he's going through all the ice baths every night. The cold kind of hurt him. You know, here, we expected it to be pretty hot and humid all week, but once again, a cold front's supposed to blow in on the weekend, which gives me a little concern. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think anyone doubts his skill. No. The no. skill set, right? Obviously, and it's like, we were kind of talking earlier, it's like, especially with the wind, uh, I mean, nobody fights the ball and works the ball. His approach game is, I mean, it's 10 out of 10. I mean, he's the best maybe of all time. If he puts the ball in the fairway, he's going to have a chance as long as his body holds And, up. I mean, he's won here before. Yeah. He won in 2007. Um, so he knows the golf course. Obviously, it's a different golf course. They took a lot of trees out, made some changes, made some very interesting changes, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But all I know is it's, it's great for golf, and it's great for the tournament when Tiger Woods is teeing it up. I mean, there's just a different buzz in the air when he's there. I got there today to get ready to do our SiriusXM show, 
And I walked over towards the range and I kind of parked on the side and I was like, damn, there's a lot more people here today than there was yesterday. I mean, it was wrapped all the way around the side. And then all of a sudden, over in the corner, it's Tiger Woods hitting so balls. Monday you, at the Masters, it was insane. You get a cart? Of course I get a cart. I work for a major network, <laughs> sir. What are you talking about? Wow. You're a first-timer. We're like, wow. you might get a cart one day. Wow. Michael Collins has your cart. Jesus. <laughs> so, man, it's, 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 it's going to be awesome to see Tiger. Obviously, an incredible grouping. Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth. Uh, you think that'll be any fun to watch? Yeah. That's must-watch. Wow. I'm, I'm bummed I don't get to watch it. <laughs> Who are, what is your tell us a little bit because you're just you're new into the TV you're gonna be with ESPN plus yeah what what's your role this week um, on course reporter this week I'm doing Thursday I'm doing Fowler day and Barner's group um, that's a good group too yeah it'll be good yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it and it's like I did it last week I didn't do on course but I did some work last week and uh, there's a lot of golf I watched. It was, I haven't watched that much, like, ever. Well, get ready, because that's what this business entails, but I know, but I've learned so much <laughs> in one week. I was like, oh, my God, these guys don't smile enough out here. Like, there's just so many things that you pick up on on the other side. <laughs> time, hey, time, listen, time. listen, no, listen. No, you have listen, a logo that listen, you throw in your listen. club. <laughs> you I'm not, don't hey, smile enough. Listen, I'm not saying... <laughs> I smile plenty, all right? <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm just saying... You can guys just look miserable out there sometimes, and it's like I don't know. Just and Graham, you're 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 with TSN now with, in Canada. Yeah. As an analyst, correct? Correct. Are you the lead analyst? Are you the Nick Faldo of Canada? No, no, Jeez. I'm like the number two guy. They got a they got a guy who's been there for a long, long time. Bobby Weeks is a legend up there. He's in the Canadian Golf Hall of Fame. So I'm I'm following in his footsteps. He's teaching me the ropes. I like it. I like it. Well, you both do a great job. I'm excited to watch this week. But let's talk a little about a man that is not here who made some news, obviously, and Phil Mickelson. Um, some very interesting comments that got him in some hot water. The defending champion, which I think, in my personal opinion, it sucks that he's not here. I think it's tragic. Like, this guy, he, did, he made history last year being the oldest major champion ever. Um, I think it's a shame he's not here. I know he made some comments that he probably regrets, but at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. Yeah. I think we can move on from these, but I think it's a big loss for this tournament that he's not here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at it. He, this guy, other than Tiger, carried the torch for this tour for a long time. Um, you know, whether you like him or not and like the things that he said or not, um, like you said, he regrets it. I think the mistake that he made was in his initial comments and then by not just addressing them mm -hmm. right away. Because, I mean, everyone forgives and forgets. And, I mean, if you would have just, you know, just faced the music right out of the gates, he'd have probably played the Masters. He'd probably be here right now. And you know who knows? Like, who knows if we'll see Phil again on this tour? Like it's 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 crazy to even think, but it's reality. Yeah, I mean, with the consequences that Jay Monahan and the PGA Tour say that come with going over and playing the Live Golf, which it sounds like he plans on playing in London in a few weeks, it's really sad that we might not ever see him play on the PGA Tour again. And I don't know what's going to happen as far as the Masters and ma other major championships and stuff like that. I know they're not a part of the PGA Tour, but it's it's crazy that. We could possibly, it, it would just, it would be really, really bad if this is his legacy because he's done a lot for the game of golf. Yeah, he has. And this is a bad way to go out if, it, if he is going out this way. What, do you, what uh, do you think? Awful way to go out for him. It's, it's sad. I mean, it's sad. I, I kind of echo what you say about addressing it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit shocked he hasn't come out and at least thrown some dirt on the fire and been like, That's my you know, like, 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 just look, everyone makes mistakes. 
nobody's perfect and nobody's here to just shit on you your whole life. Like, look, you made a mistake. It's, o- it's okay. Come on. Like, and that's why I thought, like, I'm sure he did want to defend here. I mean, listen, the PJ of America came out and said, we welcome him back. He's more than welcome to come def- defend. But you know you're going to have to face the music when you do come. That's why I'm almost surprised he didn't play last week at Byron Nelson. Like, let's just get it out of That's the way. That's what I thought was going to happen, in all honesty. I thought he was going to do it before the Masters. I'm like, he's going to play a week or two before the Masters. Mm-hmm. Get well, there the was questions. that video of him playing, too. It was like, okay, maybe he's like, yeah. Yeah, just get it all over with so that he can focus here. But then I heard out that Shipnuck's book is coming out this week. Came out today. Yeah, I mean, like, that's horrible, too. Like, I mean, uh, that's it, just terrible timing. I mean, you can't do that to Timing? That's not timing. That's him. That's, that's <laughs> like, that's like... But anyways, honestly. you know what I'm saying. I'm like, if the guy was going to make return and then heard that, that doesn't help the, That doesn't help Phil's case. No, it doesn't. I mean, obviously... I read had... some funny things in there today, though, that made me giggle. <laughs> like, <laughs> that made me giggle. They did. There was a part in there about McCord... Did you see that? Court gambling with all, from the top. That's all time. I mean, that's hilarious. Like, it's, did you hear this? Yeah, it's no. probably so Gary McCord was obviously in the tower at 16 for CBS for so long. And if he, say, say Phil hit it down there to 15 feet, he said Bones would look up and, and McCord would flash a three or like a two and say that was the odds. Three on, to one. Three to one. Yeah. Three to one on the odds. And if he made it. And Phil would go would, yes or Phil no. Would say yes or no. It was actually 20 a clip. And he's like, he would throw 20 down from the stand if he lost. If that's true, like, that's uh, incredible. Like, I, I love it. I guarantee you it's that's true. typical McCord. All right. Well, it's now time to tell you a little bit about TaylorMade and the TP5 and the TP5X. High bombs, low cutters, flighted wedges, flop shots to tuck pins. The beauty of golf is that. In any given round, you get to play so many different types of shots. That's why you need the ball that's made to be better on every golf shot in golf. The TP5 and TP5X from TaylorMade. With the TP5 and TP5X, no matter what shot you're facing, you'll have the confidence to step into it and think, I love it. Stock fade, love it. Step on a three wood, love it. Knock it down under the wind, love it. Whatever shot you need to pull off, the TaylorMade TP5 and 5X were made to do it better than any other ball in golf. Whether we're talking about the final round of a major or a casual round with your buddies on any given Saturday. That's why players like Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Tommy Fleetwood, and so many other pros trust TP5 and TP5X every week. Looking for a little more feedback around the greens? Both TP5 and 5X come in picks for better visual feedback around the greens and a little extra flair. So if you want to step into every shot you face and think, I love it, try the most complete ball in golf. Head to TaylorMadeGolf.com and use the promo code SUBPAR for free shipping. And now back to our PGA Championship preview. But, man, let, let me ask you, because you're, you're definitely a former player. I have no idea what the hell you're doing yet. <laughs> if you decided if you're I don't either player. if you can let yeah. me know. I quit. He quit. But let's just say this Live Golf Tour, it's happening. Yeah. It's, it's going. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Now. Yeah. When are, would you be in or would you be out? I'm asking both of you. Graham, you go first. Honestly, this is what I would do. I've thought about this lots. I never got the call, Greg. (laughs) But uh, I think this is what I would do. I would say, listen, there's a lot of things that I don't agree with what they're doing in Saudi Arabia, but I'm looking out for my family, and I would probably, I would consider it. There's no question. There's one person that, in my mind, that's been really, really honest about this, and that's Jason Kokrak. He came out and flat out said, he's like, look, I want to play golf for about five more years. I want to make as much money as I possibly can, then I want to go hang out with my family. Yeah. And I respect that. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. If you want to leave the PJ Tour, because they're going to pay him a lot of money, a chance to make a lot, 
and he's one, he's going to be one of the best players that goes over there. And Listen, I get it. For the last three years, and like when you're on tour, you don't realize that you're just gone, you're gone, you're gone all the time. When you're home for a long stretch of time, it's like wow, it's really nice hanging out with your kids, taking them to school, doing all the, like the normal things that your friends do all the time. And so there's something to be said about that. I'm interested yeah. to see if give me this, just give me your guy. Like who do you think the highest? the best-ranked player will be that'll go over there. Ooh, I like this. This is a can fun we, game. Can we see a list of the top 20 in the world real quick? I can pull that up for All you right. while we're here, yeah. Right. But, I mean, do you think it'll be like a top 20 player in the world? Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Initially? So, nobody wants initially, to be the first. See, when are they releasing the names of the guys well, in the it's first tournament? pretty soon because the tournament's in June. So there's your, there's your world ranking right there. So I'm I'm interested to get y'all's opinion because I mean you're in the know you talk to players you talk to players. See, I don't want to know. I don't know. <laughs> Give me some. He's not top twenty. Sergio's not top twenty. This. Who do you think we of we the highest rank? We got a Louis. We got. Well, Sergio already told us he's going. Yeah, we know Sergio's going. Um, you can y'all are more than welcome to chime in out there if you got an opinion about who the highest ranked player is going to be. No. Louis Ustazen's right there. He's Louis Ustazen's. Louis is. Yeah. 15. Fifteen. Oh yeah. Louis Ustazen, fifteen in the world. So you I got. That? I got. I got three guys in the top twenty. I think will go. Oh well, Matt, your microphone's on. I know. <laughs> Toe crack's going. Yeah. He's not top like twenty. Louis Ustazen's a great player, but fifteen and fifteen in the world's incredible. But I think if you if you don't lose a top American, I don't think it affects the PGA Tour too much. I, I don't think it affects the tour one bit. In my mind, you got to get guys out of the top ten, top five before it starts affecting anything. Nobody's bigger than the tour than Tiger, Tiger Woods. Is it? I mean, nobody. Sergio leaves the tour. What happens? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you on that. There's about three or four people that sell tickets. Right. And Rory's not going. Rory's not going. Tiger's not going. Justin Thomas is not going. John Rahm's Who else? Not Rahm's not going. Who else is there that really, really, really matters? But if Morikawa went, we, we, Jordan, Jordan Spieth's not going. Jordan Spieth matters, no matter what. People yeah, say. no, yeah. Jordan Spieth sells tickets when he's when he's in the mix. The TV ratings are extremely higher. It's 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 crazy. So he's completing three grand slams. That's your pit. Well, hey, we we'll get oh. to that with fans here oh. in a little bit, but just relax. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome week out there. Um, have you walked around the golf course at all yet? Just a little bit. Okay, first impressions. Um, it's. Do you want me to? I'll, I'll tell you what. This is what Jules told me. This is gonna tell oh, so Julian is Graham's old caddy. He's now caddying for Daniel Berger. Yeah, great bag. I, come on, Bug, let's go. But he's like, he's like, this place is like Pinehurst and Colonial. Like Pinehurst has like the roll-offs around yeah. green, kind of like Colonial. It's like if Colonial and Pinehurst had a baby, like a really big baby. Yeah, a big <laughs> one. A real big one. Southern Hills. So. It's, it, it's interesting. They've made, I, I walked around it before they redid it, and now obviously seeing it today, and you know, a bunch of new tees. I hate how some of the holes cross each other, like between three and six. Like I've, I feel like golf takes so long as it is. Now when you're going to have to be standing there waiting, be like, okay, you on six can tee off, you on three can tee off. Even one and ten, they have to stagger the tee times because they're so close to each other. It's going to be... A disaster. Like, it's going to take even longer. I mean, I know how much you love the pace of play on the PGA Tour. Well, I mean, whatever. It, look, that, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I, I, I'm telling you right now, the way these tees are, it's going to add 20 minutes to the round. It probably will, but it's a, it's a major. I mean, what's the difference between five? What's five and a half and 550? It's the same shit. It's both slow. 
I mean, that's true. It's slowing them it's, out. It's like, what's the, what's the difference when it's 94 and 98? But here's the deal now, and you're going to learn this it's now that you're in TV. Hot. When you're set for a 5 o'clock finish, and it takes so damn long and you go over, the network has to pay longer to stay off. So they want them to pick their, pick their ass up so they can finish on time. All right, let's get back to the golf course. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I'm just helping you learn all these new things. Let's get back to the course. I think anyone can win on this golf course. I agree with you. I, now, and I don't mean like... You know, a, a club, I'm nothing again, not a club pro or, or like. So 20 guys don't have a chance. Or like a bottom, you know, like a bottom. But I meant like any any type of game can win on this course. It's funny because I, I, I don't think, I do, I know it's long, but it's, it is, it's open and it's so penal around the greens that the guys that are, that are extra long, you know, you get a guy like, you're going to, you can't run away from your chipping this week. And some weeks you can. Some weeks you can. You know whether it's running a hybrid through the 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 run the runoff or hitting one in the back of your stance, but here you you have to be a proper chipper of the ball. You cannot get away or hide it. So I think those guys can climb back in it there because it's windy, it's long, the greens are already small. You're gonna miss greens here no matter what. Yeah, I mean, but that's why I think this is like tailor made for like a ball striker to come out of here. You can be a ball striker and have a six short game. I mean, like you can't. No, but I'm just saying. I, yeah, and I, I think this is more iron player, iron and short game here yeah. than than bomber. It's sneaky, like just because it's 7,500. I do not think you got to be loaded off the tee yeah, to but compete here. Yeah, there's some short holes out there too. But I, I don't know. Like I just think with the wins that are they're predicting, you know how it is. Like you can't fake it around. Right. When if you're not hitting the if you're not hitting it square. Yeah. You're squirting it a little bit and it's spinning. I mean, 20. 25 mile an hour winds just eat the golf ball up. So I think the, the guys are in total control. Yes, obviously you have to chip and you have to make putts, but like you're not gonna have a guy that just wins it with his putter or wins it with his wedge. Like yeah. it's gonna have to be a complete game, and I think that that's why it's gonna be like one of those like. But but there are guys with guys. there are guys with complete games that just get, they might they might get it done a little different one way than the other. Like like and I don't mean. Like Cam Smith and Dustin Johnson, I could see both of those guys winning this week, and they both. Yeah, but they're both elite. I know that, but Cam's not a bomber off the tee. He's not as super accurate. Like, I mean, he's just. He's nasty. He's na He does not give up shots. His chipping, I mean, is ridiculous. If the, he wants the wind to blow 25 every single day. Yeah. So therefore, like, when you let everyone miss his greens, no one has a better short game than him, arguably, other than. You're gonna miss field. greens here. You're gonna you miss. And greens I think, here. I mean, chipping in this grainy Bermuda, I think that's comes from experience. Um, that's why I'm leaning towards the guy that you said just a second ago. I think the experience around here and the wind's going to flip around all week. It's going to start off in the south, move to the north, come Saturday, and then out of the east on Sunday. So maybe a guy that's played here quite a bit with some experience and played it in different conditions has a little bit of advantage. But I, I, I think this thing is very, very wide open. Like, I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite. I thought there was maybe five guys at the Masters that could win. Here, I'm looking like at 15. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd say more than 15. Yeah. Well, we're at the PGA Championship, we're at McNally's, and the U.S. Open is up next. And the U.S. Open is where golf's elite come together to determine the world's best. This year, the tournament is being held at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts, where Francis we met claimed America's first victory back in 1913. Dewar's, the official Scotch whiskey of the 122nd U.S. Open, is proudly commemorating this year's U.S. Open with the 2022 19-year-old Champions Edition. Meticulously crafted and double-aged in new American oak and first-fill rye cast to create a profile as rich, complex, and exciting as golf itself. The 2022 19-year-old Champions Edition is a limited release 
So if you can't find it, get it. Then enjoy it as you raise a glass to the tradition and skill that makes golf such an exciting, rewarding, and fascinating sport. Dewar's, the official Scotch whiskey of the 122nd U.S. Open and the perfect Scotch whiskey for celebrating everything great about golf. And I know you got that out here wow. at McNelly's. Wow. You like that? Good Enjoy it. your doers. Good at reading. What an ad read. Wow. You know, I'm not a rookie. I've done this a few times. That was impressive. But doers, we all should actually enjoy some of that here in a oh, little bit. Yeah. Doers gets you going. It's a nice little after cocktail, especially on a cool Canadian day, huh? Yeah. Oh. Canadian oh. summer is your oh. nothing like your Canadian oh. summer. You don't know anything until oh. Canada in the summer. Graham Dillette and I um, stayed together at the Canadian Open one year, and we both missed the cut and proceeded to get absolutely loaded. And he told me 1,000 times how great the Canadian summers are. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for the fun part. You ready to play some bets? Yeah, let's bet. This is where, this is what we do. All three of us, we're having generous. <laughs> so it's time to step up to the tee and take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers, all of you out there, can place their first PGA Tour bet risk-free. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a range of betting options like outright winners, head-to-head matchups, nationality props, and so much more. And when you win, you get paid fast within two hours. All right, guys, we're at the PJ Championship. I just want to let you know, our last three weeks with FanDuel, we've gone second, first, and second. Do you get paid for second? If you bet it as a top ten. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, you did. All right. But either way, you have a lot to live up to right here. The sleaze is gone. <laughs> Hey, come on, Sleaze. Can we get an update on the Sleaze? Yeah, we can. We can get an update. As we're thinking, we're going to start with our, we're going to take a favorite and a dark horse. I know both of you did your research. I did. So let's hear who are we going with. All right. My favorite. God damn it. I'm, sw- I'm switching back and forth right now. <laughs> it's not like you're uh, actually betting it right here right now. I know. But, but you're going I mean, to. It's going to matter because if I say it, it matters if it's right. Like last week, I was just all over KH Lee all week, and he wins. Okay. So, okay. No, you were not. Yes, I was. Nobody messes with KH in Texas, dude. Everybody knows that. Um, so, they go, uh, I'm going to go You're going to be good at this TV thing. You're really good at hey, lying. Listen, listen. I did. You checked the tape. I was all over it. I love KH Lee. He's a machine. Um, okay, I'm between, for my favorite, I'm between Joaquin Neiman Dustin and Cam Smith. And I'm, just list the whole damn field. I know, just listen. Jesus. I'm trying to pick one of the three. I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, hey, we only have a certain amount of time. Wa- Joaquin. Joaquin Neiman. And that's, wow. like, that's like 40 or something to one. Yeah, okay. All right, favorite. Graham. Is that really a favorite? My favorite, I'm going with recent form. I'm a huge believer in recent form. Uh, it's Jordan Spieth, man. He's going to finish it out. He's going to do it. A okay. career grand slam coming. What about KH Lee last week? What about him? Oh, that's too recent. Too recent? Too recent. No, I meant like Hangover. he did not have recent form, though, going into that week. Well, no, I don't believe in recent He finished 25th no. the week before with a new caddy <laughs> on the back. But I, I love Jordan Spieth this week. I know he loves this golf course. I think it's perfect for him. I mean, his short game is just oh. disgusting. Like, he, he had some shots at Byron Nelson last week that – I just can't. I can't handle it. Sometimes they're they're so good. Um, he makes the most ridiculous shots look so easy. I, I definitely think he's going to be a, a factor this week. My favorite. Listen, there's only one man that can win the Grand Slam this year, and that's Scotty Scheffler. Ooh. This is his favorite golf course. Is it really on the planet? It is. 
Should have researched that. The man has been playing incredible. He had an off week last week at the Byron Nelson, and he top tended. it. I mean, I followed him nine holes yesterday, didn't miss a shot. He won the Big 12s here in college. I think playing out of Bermuda Rough is, yeah. is something that Let's you, hand him the trophy. You, you grow up on. I, I like it. There's a reason he's the co-favorite. He's going off at 12 to 1. I like Scotty Scheffler a lot this week. He's my favorite. I like it. All right, now let's get to the fun one. We're in a little dark horse. This All is where right. you can actually make some cash. Yes. And this is actually, it doesn't pain me because I actually like you, but for my dark horse, I'm going with a guy that's 55 to 1, one of the best ball strikers on the planet. <laughs> Andy's a Canadian. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I'm going Corey Connors as my dark horse at 55 to 1. Nice. I can't believe he's a dark horse. I, yeah. Like, that's, that's not right. Well, that's like my dark horse is Max Homan. He's at 55 to 1. That's why I thought you were stealing my Max Homan. No. Okay, I'm going to steal it from you. My hey. favorite was 40 to 1, and that you guys are like that basically was your the choice. same thing. But I do like Max right. Homan a lot. His I saw him out there today. He's just so happy. He's just hugging everyone. And, just having and it's time for Max Homan to step up in a major. His Go best ahead. finish ever is 40th in a major championship. That's got to change. Um, and I agree. This is a perfect golf course. For, like you said, this is a ball strikers golf course. He's arguably... I put him in my top five of ball strikers on the PGA Tour. Those aren't dark horses. Um, <laughs> is a dark horse. I'll give you a dark horse. Uh, Taylor Gooch is my dark, dark Tulsa horse. Tulsa boy. Tulsa awesome. boy. 90 to 1. 90 to 1. And that is a dark horse. You know, you, you, play, with, you, you play with certain guys. When you, when you, when you play with this guys for the, the first time and they're at a school or whatever, uh, you see, I've seen enough to be like, okay, this guy's, this guy just got, he's got it, he's got it or whatever. This guy, I've been obsessed with Taylor Gooch's game. Like the first time I played with him, I was like, so impressed. I mean, the back of the ball every time can flight the shit out of it. He's got a ton of offense, um, and he's obviously he's going to be comfortable here. I mean, he's, he's going to have a lot Oklahoma of support guy. out there. So I think ninety to one is he can handle it. My only thing that kind of concerns me, Graham, is for our favorites, we took two Texas Longhorns, and they don't really like those up here in Oklahoma. That's true. I, well, I'm not a Big 12 guy. Okay. I'm a, I'm a whack. Yeah, you I'm are. A West guy. Yeah, you are. Nobody here even knows <laughs> uh, what that is. Yeah, if you're a degenerate, <laughs> degenerate, you know what the whack is. <laughs> yeah, we all know what the Mac is because because of Wednesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. That's Wednesdays. where you make your real money. Oh, yeah. That's where you get you get really down early in the week, and then you work your way back up. Exactly. All right, well, so go low this summer and bet on the PGA Tour. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code SUBPAR to get your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Do you have a FanDuel account? Yep. Use code SUBPAR if you don't. Remember to use our code SUBPAR <laughs> to get this special offer today. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. All right, let's... Uh, Let's open it up for some questions out there, maybe some picks. What, what, if you have any questions for obviously all three of any any of us, or if you want to give us an idea of who your picks are this week at Southern Hills, um, let's go. What we got, sir? Can I just say first thank you to uh, Canadian Golf Hall of Famer Bob Weeks for uh, crawling on the floor and giving me that beer. You can. <laughs> uh, Bob Weeks. Bob Weeks. Who's that guy? Bob Cole, Hockey Night in Canada. Bob Cole. Bob Cole. I, I remember that. <laughs> I love you Bob. <laughs> that's, that's the reason I know that guy. Cole. Yeah. What, what kind of hat do you normally wear? A hat? You wear a hat when you're on the course, don't you? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird seeing people without, like, you know, everything. <laughs> okay, shut up, Matt. All right. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Uh, my name's Dan, and... Are you ever going to do another George Brett podcast? That was just simply awesome. We 100% will do another George Brett podcast. He is one of our favorites. That's up there in the top five for me. Call me. As far as 
Mike, Mike Commodore is another one. But um, yes, George Brett will definitely we'll have we'll have episode two at some point. Colt, uh, what do you guys think about Cam Young this week? I really like Cam Young to play well this week. I tell you what, that's a guy that does not get talked about very very much. He already, do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. Okay, he has three he has three runner ups already this year on the PJ Tour as a rookie. Can smash it. Um, I, I that's a great call, Cam Young. Um, let me look up his odds. He went right he went now. To, he went to Wake Forest. Yes. See, I know he is. <laughs> I know he is. Yeah. Let's uh, keep going. And, Great and mustache, by the way. That's J.E. and OKC. Loyal <laughs> listener of Gravy and the Sleeves on Sirius XM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he likes oh, bevies. Yeah. Um, let's see. God, I'm scrolling. I'm not seeing. <laughs> he's got to be ahead of Matthew Wolf. Uh, um, but keep it going with the questions, and I'll look for this Cam Young odds. Uh, oh, 75 to 1. Yeah, so that's some nice value on Cam Young. I was going to say, I'm not a huge baseball guy, and I saw the Mark Grace podcast, and I was like, yeah, I guess I'll listen. I was rolling on the ground laughing. Mark Grace one. might have a better shitting his pants story than George Brad. That was... Which is incredible. It was good. But uh, talk about Kepka. I feel like he's quiet going in this week. Yeah, it was very interesting to see him withdraw last week and not give a reason. Uh, obviously been battling some health issues the last couple of years, but when major time comes around, he's a scary man. Um, he's been out there the last two days practicing. Looks to be healthy, but the withdrawal last week kind of gives me a little bit of concern. What do you yeah, I mean, who knows? It's like, as a, from a guy who's dealt with a lot of health issues, it's tough sometimes to play, but honestly, it can almost take your mind completely off it, and you just, like, once you're on the golf course, you're just waiting to get back on the table, get worked on. You don't really care about what's going on. Not that he needs... Uh, help on the mental side in a major because he's probably the best out there. But sometimes they like almost play better when I was in so much pain. His performance in majors is unbelievable. Oh, it's ridiculous how good he's been in majors. It's like it's it's weird. It's weird how good yeah. he is in majors. The, the, I mean, it just seems like it gets his attention and he says, "Let's go." Yeah, it's a he, it's, he does. A, it's a flex how for many sure. How many wins does he have total, and how many of them are majors? Doesn't he have more? He's got, he's got more. I think he's got four and four. Four and four. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd have to look that up, but I think that's right. Any other questions out there? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, depending on where they put the tees for 10 and 17, both of those are drivable par fours. Uh, 10? What, yeah, besides 10 and 17. If, I, if you can cut those trees like Daly did in 07, it's, I mean, it's Well, they got 10T now on number on one Back on number tee. one, right. It's yeah, I don't think they're going to move but that. I don't know if they'll do that all four days. Okay. Yeah, but so besides those two holes where you know it's possibly gettable where's this tournament going to be won and lost what hole are you looking at that's going to swing the tournament i would say the one thing just from looking at the golf course like i don't think there's any big train wrecks out there like you can't there's not a bunch of big numbers you can make a lot of bogeys but i don't see any doubles triples or anything like that um you know there's only two par fives they're both over 600 if you play them all the way back 636 and 656 i believe which I hope they don't play the 13th all the way back because I think that's a great par five from the up tee at about 540. It's got the water in front, the tree. Um, so I don't think the par fives are going to come into play that much. There's nothing worse when they put a par five no, so far back so that it stupid. becomes a 100-yard par It's three. a par three, exactly. It's, so, it's the worst. Like... People are like, oh, it's 660. <laughs> it's going to be so hard. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. I always use Torrey Pines 18 as an example. They built that new tee, and the first year they played it, like 90% of the field laid up. Yeah. Which, same with same with thirteen when they put that tee back it's at Torian thirteen. Yeah, it just it's pointless. US. Like that's the worst tee. It's just a, it, it becomes a wedge contest. So to answer your question, I I'm I think greens and regulation is gonna be 
huge this week. I mean, I think that's the number one thing. Look at strokes gained approach. Um, I think, you know, the fairways, they're not as narrow as everybody thinks. I mean, Matt said it earlier, like, there's some room out there. And the rough is that length where it, you can get the jumper. Obviously, you can get it to come out dead sometimes, but it's all about reading the lie. But it's definitely not like hack out rough. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we, I talked to Mac Hughes today, too, and he said the same thing. He's like, look, if you're 200 yards out, the ball kind of sits down. You hit eight iron as hard as you can from 200. You just hope that it kind of goes the right distance. Mm -hmm. But it's always coming out. The, it's not like you're like wedging out to 120 right. yards and yeah. then trying to get up and in from there. The one, one thing that I just, I, what I like about the rough being the length that it is, is you can get those flyers. And the number one rule around Southern Hills is don't hit it over the greens. I mean, you are absolutely dead if you hit it over these greens because most of them slope back to front, and it's just a brutal up and down. So it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting to watch. I think the weather's going to play a big part of it. The good news is they got arguably the get best guy in the world setting up the golf course in Kerry Haig, who, you know, he's never a part of the story, which I think is a good thing. Yes. So it'll be uh, – Jason Gore is kind of starting well, all the way to the U.S. Well, when he gets there, yeah. I'll let him battle Kerry Haig. But it's um, – the golf course is fantastic. There's no doubt about that. All right. Hi, I'm Steve. My girlfriend, Sarah, has a favorite golfer, and he's a handsome devil, and he played at OU, Abraham Answer. Can he oh, win? Yeah. Abe Answer is the guy I missed on the most in predicting a future, and I've openly admitted that. I thought he'd be doing something other than playing golf for a living the first time I played with him, but he has turned into a hell of a player. He's, he's got all the tools. You know, he's not the longest guy, but he hits it a lot further than everybody thinks he does. Creates a lot of power. He's been a little bit down as of late. Um, but got that first PGA Tour win in Memphis last year. Love, I mean, I love it. I'm sure he's got quite a bit of experience on it, playing, being, going to OU. I'm sure they've played here quite a few times. Great ball striker. But like, like we said, I mean, there's so many guys this week, I think, that have a chance to win. And he could be on Narcos Mexico's board. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, sure. Hey, he might be. <laughs> he might be. He might be. Abe can definitely win on this course. Uh, my name's Luke. I'm from KC, so I second his George Brett part two as yep. well as mark grace part two uh i don't really have a pick i got a question for matt every how he feels about his main google picture being him full form throwing uh, and i used to call you the saskatchewan sasquatch when i had my <laughs> <laughs> when you had your beard and uh i also get told that colt and i have similar builds and i definitely get amongst it damn <laughs> you do get amongst it you're way hey, i need to get hey, that skinny you're way sexier than colt though <laughs> Matt, um, you're a guest here. <laughs> <laughs> you're a guest. Oh, man. What was the question? How do you feel about your logo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little misleading. I mean, it's... It's, it's misleading. It actually happened. Well, <laughs> what are you talking about? I know, but those things happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I've had... 14. Oh, I remember that. That was a good one. I've had... So, I just... It just happens, and... You know, there's different way, ways to get mad. Anything I say right now is going to sound like an excuse. So I'm not crazy about it, to be honest. You just like to let your emotions go. I'm, I'm an emotional person, and my life runs off of emotions. It's a hell of a way to live. But, uh, you know, sometimes it gets there. I believe my, I think I was playing with you at Puerto Rico one year. Mm -hmm. We were on the eighth hole, very long par three. And you proceeded to turn around and tomahawk a hybrid into the jungle. Uh, and then, like two holes later, the volunteer comes running up. The guy went in there and got uh, it for you. That happens. <laughs> There's nothing worse. Hey. 
was dying. <laughs> There's nothing worse than like having a, it's just embarrassing to have someone like re return a club to you that you threw in the woods. It's like, do I, it's like, dude, I threw it in there for a reason. Like, what are you doing? I had one of four, yeah. four of the players one time, the pins in the bottom right in that little bowl and I hit my wedge up on the top right. Uh, Impossible to putt. End up three putting. I like grab my ball and I just kind of like chuck it to throw it in the little river or the creek that goes in front. Well, I threw it over the creek into the fairway where like the next group is coming up. <laughs> and I'm like glass of caddies putting the thing and I'm looking. And you kind of have to like go around. There's no like a direct mm -hmm. way. There's like a marshal over there. It's like, can I have it? Can I have it? I'm like, yes. Yeah. That is all yours. <laughs> oh, that is, that is awesome. Any other questions? Hello. <coughs> yep. Hello. I'm Daniel um, from Topeka, so oh, big God. Gary Woodland fan. Oh, God. Big Gary Woodland fan. We are, too. Um, that, my question isn't about Gary, who I hope is a fan favorite here, uh, but which par three is going to give the pros the biggest problem this week? And also, are you going to give those bottles as parting gifts to your co-hosts? Um, we'll discuss that with our producer, Mark. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, not, that's not up to me. Um, but as far as the par threes, I think they're all very, very challenging. Number, today, with the south wind, I mean, it was blowing 25 out there. If they move, which they leave, if they leave the tee back, I don't think they will. They but number can. eight was 251. Yeah. They can't play back I Into the wind. I mean, I talked to Patrick Reed, who came up here a couple weeks ago. He had driver there. It was, it was chilly and windy. Uh, but all the par threes are really, really good. Even number, number six, it kind of depends on where they put the tee. If they tuck the pin over the left bunker, that's a brutal pin. Um, eight's tough, then 11. And then the other part of three is up top. Oh, um, 14 is 230. I mean, yeah, two, and with a very narrow, tough green. So to answer your question, they're all freaking hard. Um, <laughs> but I would say just if, with the normal wind out of the south, number eight. But I think Kerry Haig will know. He knows good enough to move that tee up into a strong wind. But none of them, like once again, this golf course, there isn't like train wrecks waiting to happen. You know, like we see, we've seen at some majors, like, I mean, there's a creek out there, but for the most part, it's just, it just punishes you. I like, could you easily pile up like seven bogeys and nine holes. Oh, easily. You go out there and you miss several greens in a row and don't get it up and down, you can rattle off a lot of bogeys. I just don't see a lot of doubles and stuff. Yeah, no train wrecks, smooth 78. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a difference between making a quad and just yeah, seven yeah. bogeys. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, boy. So, so I got, uh, I'm betting Corey. Okay. I already bet Corey. Xander I like. 28 to 1 is like pretty that. good for Xander. It's on a heater. Coming off of 61 yep. is pretty good. And Rory. I like Rory this week. Also, the closing stretch, 16, 17, 18. I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on that. Obviously, 16 and 18 are longish, par fours, and 17 you can play it as a, a drivable par three. But that 18th hole is a beast, right? 18 from the new tee at 490 is just ridiculously hard. I mean, you got to smash it just to get it around the corner, then you got the elevated green. 17, they're definitely going to move it up one day from what I've been told. I think that'll make it very, very exciting because that green's pretty wicked, the front bunker's pretty deep. 16, you know, I think it's gettable. I walked with Scotty Scheffler yesterday, and I mean, he hit driver and a seven iron in there. I know he's one of the longer guys, but I would say 16, if they don't move the tee up, isn't as hard as, near as hard as 18. But I love your Corey Connors pick. And if you're going to pick a former PGA champion to win, <laughs> who you got? A former PGA champion? I'll go Colin Morikawa. Oh, that's not Tiger Woods. Tiger He's Woods. He's a PGA champion. What do you mean that's not fair? That's not where he was going with that question. <laughs> you all know it, too. 
Is he going Rick you, Beam? That's why I was just going to say. You wanted us to pick out of the first three, the first group, the first three guys, like Daly, Wai Yang, or... I text Rich Beam today, and I said, are you playing this week? I didn't know if he was in the field. He goes, yes, I am, adding hybrids to my bag as fast as I can, hey, uh, Let's just say, can we talk about hybrids, too? I mean, it's time, it's time to get rid of those. I actually agree. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. I agree. It, it I 100% is. agree. I'm fine with the amateur golf. You are 1% of sure. the more golfing world. No, but in pro it golf. It's embarrassing. Adam Scott and guys like Keegan are just being robbed, or guys who can just hit these sick, towering, towering high-fade Forearms yeah. are being robbed of their ability. These slap dicks taking out hybrids <laughs> and knuckling it up there, higher and softer. Although it's just embar it's embarrassing. It's like, why why are we doing that? Why like yeah, I was gonna say arguably no. greatest hybrid player of all. Five wood, seven wood hybrid. Hey. Our friendship goes way deeper than golf. God, it's way deeper than golf. I've seen you tomahawk a few three irons into the lake, so yeah. be careful out there. And hybrids. <laughs> oh, by the way, your Rory McIlroy one real quick. He's obviously known to get off to very, very slow starts in major championships. Tends to backdoor top tens. I know he's won four of them. But here at Southern Hills, every single major championship that's been played at Southern Hills, the guy who has gone on to win has either had the lead or tied for the lead after 36 holes. Ooh. So you got to get off to a pretty good start. What that's stat. the one thing that concerns me about Rory. Oh, we got. Uh, yeah, my question for y'all is, um, what do you guys think the best score will be on Sunday? Like, who? What will the winning score be on Sunday? Well, it looks like Sunday is the best weather of the like week. Like to par for the week, or like, just the Sunday like round? A twenty under, fifteen oh, under. Uh, oh, for the total, total. That's God. Several people have asked me that, and it's just it's it's so tough to guess. Must, must be a bet. They're, oh, there. Of course there is. You can bet on everything. Let's bet on doers. But let's bet a bottle of doers. The weather's just so tough how it's changing. Obviously, the way they set the golf course up. I let my guests normally go first. So what do you think the winning score is going to be? Uh, I'm going to say gonna eight, eight, eight under. He's going to price, price his ride us right here. Eight under? Eight You're under? Eight? eight. All right, I'm going to say nine. Oh, I'm t I, is this price is right? I think they get to, <laughs> yes, it is. I think they get to double digits. Honestly, what are you going to uh, say, 10? Well, I can say 10, of course, <laughs> then I win. Um, uh, but, it, yeah, if I was going to set the line, I actually don't know what the over-under is, what, what Vegas has it at, or FanDuel has it at, but I'm going, like, I'm guessing it's around 10 and a half, over, under par, 10 and a half under par. Yeah, it depends on the wind. If it's, especially that cold wind, that's, that's always cold tough. Cold wind's to play, heavy, man. yeah. But, I mean, Sunday is supposed to be, like, 75 with five-mile-an-hour winds. So, it's just um, Friday and Saturday. Oh, really? Is the, is the tough days. Anything else? Nope, got one another one. Oh God! Oh, oh Sleazy Man and Drew Kittleson tied after 16. Come on, Kittleson. Dig in. Get him a transfusion, somebody. Can he drink uh, during those things? Oh or? yeah, they've been drinking. Oh, they can. You can drink the USGA. Yeah. You guys, we haven't talked yet about the best golfer in the world, Patrick Cantlay, and his uh, chances of winning this week. He was very, very high on my on my list of guys. If I was going to pick three or four guys, Patrick Cantlay would be on there. I think. I mean, the guy's going to win a major at some point. He's his game is built for major championships. He hits it far, he hits it straight. He irons are great. He puts it great. He chips it great. I know he's really boring, so that's why Matt hates his, him. Honestly, but, though, and his mind is what? unbelievable. Well, I, you said it, and you just go. Ugh. 
No, I mean, he's who 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 the heck wouldn't pick that guy to be in their top three or four right yeah, now? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he's a great player. That's I think a boring, he's, he's like world class boring. He is yeah. world class boring, but he he prints <laughs> really nice checks. And I mean, his last tournament he played, he got the W of Xander Shoffley. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Really going on a limb there, Colt. He asked what our thoughts were of Patrick Cantlay. Of course, I like him to contend. And then you said that I didn't like him. I don't think you like his personality. I love his personality. He's a killer. Yeah. He is a killer. Oh. Canada's coming in hot today. Canada's coming in <laughs> yeah. hot. Thoughts on DJ? Nobody talks about I him. Love it's crazy, him. right? Love like, him this week. Yeah. Yes. What do I think about him in general? <laughs> I'm fine with the in general. I love him. I love him that way too. Um, he's great, man. Uh, he could definitely win this week. Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? I mean, that guy's. It just depends what side of the bed he wakes up on. I mean, he's as far as like athletic ability wise, there's he's in a different category than anyone else on this tour. Like natural athlete. There's just, I don't want to hear it. There's guys that work out, but that doesn't mean you're like a sick athlete. That just means you're in shape. Like Dustin is sick at like everything. Yeah, he's an absolute stud. He's obviously hadn't played his best golf as of late. Um, I don't love him on this golf course for some reason. Just I'm gonna tell you. I pretty much said that. I honestly pretty much love him on every single golf course every single week. I do too. He's that guy. I I will say he can win in Palm Springs, he can win the Sony Open, he can he win, win Muirfield, he can win the Hilton Head, yes. I'll say he, you know, his, his Masters win was in November, obviously, when the greens were a little slower, which I think does benefit him. Even though he did win at Oakmont with some of the nastiest greens possible, but I think the slower greens a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's so many great players. He's 11th in the world now, which he hasn't been out of the top 10 in forever. I wouldn't I just, in my opinion, I, I fade him a little bit. I think he's still a little, obviously he got married, didn't play his best last week. Still probably working off a little bit of that rust. If we're talking, if we're talking about DJ's Masters win, you got to talk about the final putt. How weird was that for you three? That he just tapped in. And that's like, like no, that's, him. That, that's it, so I know it's him, but it's so weird. It's <laughs> yeah. so weird. It's that's, weird, but like it's just awesome at the same time. I mean, yeah. like he just doesn't care. He's like, cool, I'm gonna tap this in. But I'm then gonna, what it was then also some weird, awkward fist bump because we were there and there was like 17 people around that green. It was the most strange thing, right? Fair. And so like I think it, who knows if it would have been different if there was actually like a crowd and people to react to it. Yeah. But that was a little strange. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> green jacket. Cool. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, oh, got another one. Perfect. McNally's is rocking. I like this. I heard your description of Jordan Spieth's bunker shot last last week. What do you think of that? I mean, is his short game the best in the game right now? What would you say? I'll put him in the top three, I, especially with with hard shots. Um, you know, the one you're talking I about agree. is 17 at Byron Nelson last week. He was on the down slope, no green to work with. Literally had maybe a three inch by three inch spot to hit that ball to get it close, and he did it. And to do that, you know, yeah, I know it was Thursday, but these guys will tell you. I mean, to pull that shot off in an actual tournament is just, it's a joke, it really is. Like, to have the confidence to do that, where I think 99% of the guys would have probably just been like, okay, let's just get this on the green, give myself a 12, 15 It also putter. has to do with job security, too. That's one thing that, <laughs> That's like. That's a great point, too. But I, it does, I, man. Yes. Like, people I, don't realize that. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you're, it's a Thursday, 
and you're in 110th on the FedEx list or whatever, and it's like, fuck man, I just gotta make the weekend right now yeah. to keep my job and just like move forward. There's a different mentality when you're fifth in the world or whatever he is, and you're sixth on the FedEx Cup list, and you can take things on. I, it's different. That's a good point. It is, but his short game to answer your question is he's nasty, freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah. it is so disgusting. And another reason, you know, a lot of tight lies around these greens, a lot of runoffs. That's where he excels. All right, Cole, one more. You and I talked about this earlier, but since the sleaze isn't here. Do you have any plans in the future of pranking him? Nod yes or no? Um, well, I got him really, really good at Colonial last year. We're coming up on that one-year anniversary. I, I continue to look over my shoulder every day because I know he's going to get me back. Uh, we might have something planned for him coming up. We'll see. But it's going to be hard to top the, the one at Colonial. That was, that was a lot of fun. All right, well, thank you all for coming out. This has been an absolute blast. Thanks for your support so far. McNally, you are awesome. We'll talk to you all next week. It's all so far.